Welcome to Luna the Podcast. My name is Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on TikTok and Instagram. My goal with this podcast is to demystify modern spirituality, talk about all things holistic health and wellness, and to also empower you to show up as your best and highest self. Thank you so much for being here. I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. If you're new around here, hello. I'm Carolina. I'm so grateful that you're tuning in today. And I hope you guys have been having a really beautiful week and that you had a great weekend. If you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out, hello, hello. I am currently in Rio when I'm recording this. I haven't been back to Rio in nine years. For any new listeners, or any listeners who don't know, I actually was born in Brazil and I lived here until I was going into the end of seventh grade. And then going into eighth grade, I moved to the US and I've lived in the US for the last 10 years. But ever since I moved, I've only come back to Brazil around three times or maybe four, which is really wild because if you're an immigrant, if you've moved anywhere in your life, you'll probably understand this, but if you haven't, it's like really wild just being away from your culture for so long. And I have friends who are also Brazilian and who have immigrated to the US. And so many of my friends, most of my friends who are Brazilian go back to Brazil like two times a year. And so in that way, I'm different. And so I've kind of lost touch with my culture. And so since I've been here since the beginning of July, it's been a really beautiful moment for me and it's just been really cool just being around Brazilian people, being around my culture, just reconnecting to that part of myself. I feel like that part of myself had kind of gotten lost a little bit and so it's just been really nice reconnecting to that and just to the way of being that I had forgotten that I used to have and so I feel like when I get back to the U.S. at the end of August, I'll just be a total different version of myself in a way or just like a new side of myself will have awakened, which is really cool. And also at the same time, since I've been here, I've been traveling a lot. So I've seen different parts of Brazil, parts that I have never been to before. So I went to these really cool waterfalls. And then I also went to the north of Brazil to this really beautiful beach there. So that was really nice. And now I'm in Rio. And for the whole rest of the time, I was in Brasilia, which is the capital. So it's just been really cool and just a really awesome experience. And at the same time, even though I've been traveling and meeting Pedro's family and just being around his family and celebrating and just being around my culture, I've also been working a good amount. So I actually made the decision of working fully for myself in the beginning of june and i haven't talked about it much on the podcast i basically am a full-time content creator now and i also am a part-time community manager slash social media manager for a really awesome startup called stan and i've been working with stan for a while now so since february but i made the decision to freelance for them instead of being full-time with them a couple months ago and so it's been an adjustment and i've been kind of going through that adjustment period in Brazil. And so it's kind of been a mix of reconnecting to my roots, but also embracing this new way of operating career-wise, which is working for myself, making my own hours, deciding on what I'm going to focus on that day, like creating structures for myself. So while I've been connecting to this kind of like deep part of myself, 
this like inner child part of myself almost I've also been just like deepening my public self and like my career and it's really cool I I always think about astrology whenever I'm thinking about anything pretty much but in astrology we have this axis that is called which is called the MCIC axis and so it's basically your fourth house and your tenth house and the fourth house and the tenth house are opposite and the tenth house represents your career and your MC is basically like your most public self who you show yourself to the world and then your IC or your fourth house is like your most private self it's also like your childhood your roots your ancestors your culture and so I've been kind of exploring this polarity and this duality in my chart I have a cancer fourth house and a cancer moon in my fourth house and then I also have a tenth house in Capricorn so it's just been really awesome and just really cool I had not put that together actually it just like came to me on the fly that I've been exploring this polarity so it's just been really interesting and really cool and I've also been working on the cycle syncing 101 course I've mentioned it on a previous episode and it's been literally the biggest project that I've ever worked on and the reason I got inspired to create it and to put this course out in the world is because I felt so lost for so long when it came to my cycle and when I went off of hormonal birth control and I really wanted to learn how to cycle sync, I just didn't feel like I had one consolidated place to find all the answers that I was looking for and so I just wanted to create that for other people and that's kind of what inspired me to create this project and creating a course is like having a baby because it's like a gestation period, like you're working on it behind the scenes and like no one's seeing what I'm working on, but it's pretty much all I'm spending my time on. And so it's really interesting, but it's also really cool. And I'm just feeling so excited. And when this episode airs, it's the day before the course launches. So the course is launching on Tuesday, August 16th. And I'm just super excited to put it out in the world and to help women. I really kind of deepened my awareness that my mission, my purpose is to empower women and to do it in a holistic way. I, for so long in my own life, like felt so disconnected from my own power and just felt so much self-hate. And I just have struggled with so many different aspects of myself, you know, with confidence or body image and just not feeling like I was enough. And I also feel like I've navigated a lot of just extremes so being on two different opposites of extremes so like either going all in on just like extreme dieting or extreme restriction and then also the opposite end of just like throwing it all out the window and so finding balance has also been so huge for me and that's something I also hope to help women find and so a theme that I've recently been kind of thinking a lot about reading a lot about and also speaking a lot about and something that's just been coming up for me that I wanted to talk about on this podcast episode is the theme of cyclicality and I recently started reading this book called Do Less by Kate Northrup it's a really amazing book I highly recommend it to every single person listening to this episode it's so freaking good like from the very first moment that I opened the book and I read the introduction I was like this is exactly what I needed and it was so funny because I picked to read it so intuitively one of my really good friends, Callie Jardine, the founder of I'm Sweaty and I Know It, she was actually reading it a while ago when she went full-on entrepreneur. And so I just kind of intuitively thought about it and downloaded it on my Kindle and I started reading it. 
and I've been just like eating it up just like reading it so fast and so what she talks a lot about in this book that has really resonated with me and that I really wanted to talk about on today's episode is this idea of cycles and also it ties really beautifully into my course which is all about cycles right it's about our own menstrual cycle and what Kate Northrup talks about in her book in the introduction especially is that the world that we live in and the way we've been conditioned to live our lives is to think that our lives are linear. And I've talked about this when I've talked about masculine and feminine energy because a lot of masculine energy is this vision of I'm going from point A to point B in a straight line with this path that I'm outlining and I'm going to get there in this exact way. And it's really tied to control and to other things. Masculine energy also has amazing, beautiful connotations, which is just this idea of going after what you want, of expressing your needs, of taking action, of just building up your confidence, and of just sharing who you are with the world with boldness and just going for it. And also this idea of structure and organization and having a plan. And I think all of that is really beautiful. And that's kind of the mentality that I grew up with, right? It's like, live your life this way, work really hard, put in the hours, put in the effort, go, 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 always be doing. And when you achieve different things doing it this way, you often get praised, right? We often get congratulated on for the achievements themselves. But few people ask us about the process that it took us to get there and the journey and Every single journey, truthfully, to getting to any end result is never linear. There's always ups and downs and your whole life is not a linear straight line. Like you might even, you know, realize this, for example, like maybe you're currently relearning a certain lesson that came up for you before or whenever you relearn any lesson, it's always with a different depth behind it. And so anyway, When she is writing in this introduction, she talks a lot about how we've been conditioned as women to think that we have to work harder and just do and do and do. And our society, especially the corporate world, the way that it's built, it's not really built to reflect our natural way of being. And most structures in our society are not made to reflect our natural way of being. And so what does that even mean, right? It's like the root of it is that men operate in a 24-hour cycle hormonally while women we operate on a 28 day plus hormonal cycle and so that means that for us as women we aren't predictable necessarily on a day-to-day basis and that's why maybe you don't feel the same every single day maybe you don't feel the same every single week and that makes sense because your body is changing hormonally every week and so we are actually predictable on a month-by-month basis and when I realized that it kind of lit up a light bulb for me and it's been just really helpful for me to understand this because it's helped me stop putting so much pressure on myself and that's something I've struggled with a lot is just putting a lot of pressure on myself to always be doing and I've for a super long part of my life just had a really hard time taking breaks and honestly just like doing nothing like just being there and the essence of being right just like being yourself and just being there without any end goal without having what you're doing be leading to some result. And I think a lot of women, especially people in my community, I think sometimes as creators, we kind of attract people who are are little mirrors. And I think a lot of women listening probably would relate to this, that 
you might consider yourself a perfectionist. You might consider yourself a type A woman or a go-getter or hard worker. And I think a lot of women are this way. And at least for me, growing up as a perfectionist and with these tendencies to wanting everything to be perfect, to always be working really hard and trying to be this shiny version of myself and to showcase that to the world, like, look at how much I've done and getting validation that way. Like all of these things have been things I've grown so much awareness around and that I've done a lot of healing around and realizing that my worth is actually inherent in who I am. It's not dependent on any achievement and learning to tap into this feminine, to the divine feminine and to really embracing just being and resting and being in creation and demonstrating my creativity and being in flow and maybe not necessarily going in a straight line, definitely not going in a straight line and instead just having ebbs and flows. And so I think that the overall theme of the last few years in my life has been this polarity between the masculine and the feminine. And it's no wonder that the very first episode of Luna, the podcast, was literally what is a difference between the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And I feel like that's just been the permeating theme of this podcast and of my life, honestly. Just really learning that it's about balance, right? It's about polarity, understanding that whenever you go to one end of one extreme, you have to go to the opposite extreme until you find balance, right? Like a pendulum. When a pendulum swings to one side, it needs to swing in equal amounts to the opposite side to return to the middle. And so just this idea of yin-yang, divine masculine, divine feminine has just been such a central theme for me. And so I wanted to take it a step deeper and really dive into this idea of the feminine. And I think that there is this kind of reawakening of the divine feminine that's happening right now that's really, really beautiful. I think a lot of women are becoming aware of their own divine feminine. And even men are becoming aware of their own divine feminine as well. But for us women especially, I feel like we have been disconnected from our power, from such a huge source of it, because we've been disconnected from this concept of the feminine. And again, nothing to do with gender, but... You can be a woman and have more masculine energy or feminine energy and you can be a man and have more masculine energy or more feminine energy. It's not dependent on your gender. It's just an energetic polarity. And so the divine feminine, right, it's associated with what I said, flow, creativity, rest, nurturing, grounding, flowing, ebbs and flows, and cyclical growth. And so one thing that I recently read about in Kate Northrup's book that brings us all kind of full circle is this idea of the seasons, right? And I mentioned this in my course as well because a really beautiful way of looking at your cycle is through the seasons as well and thinking of each phase as an inner season. But the thing is that what Kate Northrup literally said in her book that just has been ringing in my ear is that the way we live in society causes us to expect that we be in constant harvest mode. That we be in constant late summer, early autumn where you're reaping all the results, where the flowers are blooming, the plants are growing, the vegetables are growing, and the farmers are getting all of the produce and everything is beautiful and glowing. But the thing is that just like we don't expect crops 
and plants to always be in season and just like we don't expect flowers in a garden to be blooming and growing in the winter we can't expect that we always be in harvest mode right and when we are in this just masculine polarity and in this perfectionistic hard worker type mentality that's the pressure we put on ourselves right we put pressure on ourselves to just constantly be getting results getting results and achieving achieving and the truth is that that's not sustainable because if we're constantly putting pressure on ourselves to achieve more and more and more that's the highway to burnout because if you've ever experienced this if you've ever put pressure on yourself to always be achieving and to always be doing the same thing and doing it hard and doing it a lot and not taking breaks like whether it be you're working out really intensely every single day and you never take a rest day and then you get sick or maybe you at work are always trying to achieve and get more and more or at school you're always trying to get a perfect grade you burn out you get tired you feel disconnected from yourself you feel disconnected from life you disconnect from joy and that's when things have gone to the extreme right because we're putting this pressure on ourselves to be linear and we forget that actually we're cyclical and that it's okay to have more fallow periods or more slow periods in your life and in our entire life like when you think about your life like in its entirety like let's say you're 80 years old there's gonna be so many different beautiful seasons of life and different eras of your life and different moments and all of those moments are going to have had transitional periods in between them and they're going to have had highs and they're going to have had lows and so that's something i'm really learning to embrace the fact that i can't always be in go 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 mode and i can't always be putting pressure on myself to be in those dopamine highs when you know you're achieving something or you've gotten results and so my whole philosophy in every single area of my life lately has been to embrace cyclicality and to embrace the journey as well. There's a really awesome book called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, who's a Brazilian author. And this is like the whole premise of the book is that the gold is actually in the process. It's not really in the end result. So that's something I've just really been implementing into my own life. And another really cool thing is that our menstrual cycles are also a reflection of cyclicality. And they help us connect with ourselves in this way and to embrace it and to optimize our life by tapping in to this notion of cyclicality. When you're on your period versus when you're ovulating versus when you're seven days before your period, you're going to feel different in all of those parts of your cycle. And then your cycle repeats and it repeats and it repeats and you're going to go through those phases over and over again. And it's such a beautiful mirror to nature, right? In nature, we have seasons, Seasons are cyclical. We have the moon phases that repeat themselves. We have a day that's 24 hours and that repeats itself over and over. So cycles are all around us. We just have to start noticing them and noticing that life is actually a cycle and it's made up of many, many different cycles. And it's not, let's get from point A to point B and then to point C and then to point D. It's like we'll get to from point A to point B to point C and then we might come back to point A. And we might revise it and it might be even better. And then we move on to point B again and on and on and on. So that's really how I've started living my life. And I've kind of taken this notion in so many different areas. So for example, 
one way I'm embracing cyclicality is obviously connecting to my menstrual cycle. So almost optimizing my schedule and my months based on the phases of the cycle. So whenever I'm menstruating, whenever I'm on my period, I have a different routine than I do when I'm ovulating. And I have a different inclination towards social life and I have a different motivation at work. And really leaning into that and embracing that has been really powerful. Another way that I've kind of implemented this notion into my life is relating even to my workouts. First of all, I'm cycle syncing my workouts, but also with my mentality with movement in general. I've been recently reconnecting to my physical health and to moving my body. And while before I would have put pressure on myself to get immediate results, to get really short-term results, and to put my health on hold to get those results by doing extreme things and then not being able to sustain them, now instead what I'm doing is I'm just taking a long-term perspective. And I'm focusing on showing up daily, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, in a way that aligns with my energy and in a way that is consistent. So still showing up daily, but allowing the way that I show up daily to ebb and flow and to change and to align with my cycle and to align with my energy. Instead of trying to push through a hit workout in my menstrual phase, I walk or I stretch or I do yoga. And then when I'm in my ovulation, I go for a run or I do some little cardio at home. Like it just is really beautiful to think about it that way. And also in terms of like learning lessons, I think it's really interesting how we often in our personal growth journey revisit certain lessons and revisit it from a different lens when we do. And so when different themes have come up for me, I've taken lessons from my previous experiences and implemented them. And I've just learned to embrace that it's okay to revisit a lesson and that sometimes those lessons are repeating because it's a pattern you just have to grow from and you have to learn from. And then the last way that this has come up for me recently especially is that the reality about being a content creator is that content creators' platforms have cycles and they have seasons. And there are some seasons where, for example, a content creator's platform can be really growing, right? Maybe your videos are going viral or new people are finding the page. And then there's other moments where maybe it's a little bit more plateau-y or like it's just kind of staying as it is. And I've been leaning into that by also taking those moments of maybe like plateaus or, you know, inner winters and moments where things aren't necessarily growing to really nourish what's already there and to really learn to be okay with it and to realize that to build something that I want to last forever, it's okay for it to take time and for it to be cyclical and to have different phases of life in that way. I used to put so much pressure on myself to always be seeing growth on my platform and I've really learned to appreciate that I have this beautiful community already and that I'm so grateful for it and that it's enough as it is and that if there's more people that come to my community, I will welcome them with open arms, but I'm already so grateful for what I have and there are different moments for everything. So that's another way. And then something else I forgot to mention too is that that ties into the projects that I'm working on. For example, a course, right? There was a part of my course that was like the inner spring when I was seeding ideas, when I was coming up with the idea for the course and thinking about how the modules were going to go when making the slides. And then there was another part of building the course where I was recording the modules and I was putting them together. And then now I'm preparing to launch the course and to put it out into the world and to have it bloom and help other people. 
And so that's also been such a cyclical thing for me. And I see myself creating future courses as well, where I see this pattern and the cycle as one that's going to repeat itself too. So that's kind of what's been going on in my life. That's kind of what I've been seeing life through and the perspective that I've kind of implemented into my life that's been helping me a lot, especially as a woman and that's helped me connect more deeply to my own body. That's helped me connect more to nature itself by realizing that I am nature. And hopefully this podcast also inspired you to start seeing life more in this way. And that if you are a perfectionist or a type A person or a high achiever, to understand that you need that divine feminine energy to balance out your divine masculine. And that when you connect to your cyclical energy, to cyclicality of life in general, to embracing different phases and to embracing the ebbs and flows and to connecting to your body and its own cycles, you will be able to find that balance. And that's my hope for you. And wanted to quickly plug in the course as well. So if you're currently off of birth control or thinking about it, or if you're just wanting to learn more about the cycle in general and to understand, I'm just seeing 777. If you're wanting to learn more about the cycle and just getting the ins and outs of it, definitely check out the course. On Tuesday, it'll be officially launched and essentially it covers what cycle thinking is, what the cycle hormones are and how they change throughout the cycle. It also covers the four phases of the cycle really in depth and my recommendations for each one for your scheduling. I go over the moon calendar and how that ties in to the cycle. We also go over how to track it, how to do it naturally to prevent pregnancy. I answer frequently asked questions about that too and then how you can optimize your schedule. We chat about stress because it's super tied to the cycle and how to minimize it. We also go over nutrition, so how to optimize your nutrition and balance your blood sugar to help your hormones. And we talk about cycle syncing workouts and my tips for when things go wrong. So if you have heavy cramps or if your period is late and you know it's not because you got pregnant or if you're also someone who has irregular cycles or if you lost your period completely, I'll talk about all of that in this course. And so it's really comprehensive and it's really meant to be your blueprint for cycle syncing and for actually implementing it into your life and just really knowing your own body and your own divine feminine energy that permeates it all. So if you're interested, definitely check out the course. It'll be launched next day that this podcast goes live, so August 16th, and I will have it all on my Instagram and also on my website. So make sure to keep an eye out for that if you are interested in learning more. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. I kind of took it in a little bit of a different direction where I just wanted to really free flow with you guys and just kind of feel like we're on FaceTime and catching up and that I'm just filling you in on what's been going on through my mind and in my life. So with that said, I hope you have a really beautiful rest of your day. I am always rooting for you. I'm sending you so much good energy, so much love and so much light. And I will see you so soon on the next episode. So until then, be well and chat soon. Bye-bye.